Welcome to the Expand with Nicole podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hope, a health and breathwork coach who is passionate about all things wellness. My goal is to break down big information into little bites, providing you with facts and actionable steps that you can incorporate into your life right away. If you're ready to learn along with me, let's get started. We are back with another episode, and today I am here with Chloe Campos. And interestingly enough, um, we were supposed to interview Chloe when we were doing the Busy People podcast, and we just like our paths just did not align at that time. We whatever was going on, and I recently reached out to her again because her journey is so motivational. So she's going to share her journey with us today. I mean, what you're known for, I think, is like the biggest part of your story or was, I guess, is that you lost 110 pounds. Chloe's story was featured in Women's Health Magazine. And Mm -hmm. what she is trying to do is inspire others to live a life that feels really good for them and to just motivate people through her own journey. So Mm -hmm. Chloe, welcome. Thank you for making time to Mm -hmm. chat with me. And Mm -hmm. Maybe if we, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself and then maybe if you could just start by sharing with us like your the starting point of your health journey and then what inspired you to really start to make this huge change. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Um, yeah, so I mean, I pretty much struggled with my weight my entire life. Um deeply, deeply rooted when I was, a, you know, little, I think my first diet was like 11 or 12 drinking like slim fast out of a can, uh, lean cuisine, you know, that type of, uh, thing. And, you know, that kind of was the starting point of a lot of issues and challenges that I dealt with throughout, um, teenage years into college, um, up until 2017 was really that like deciding factor for myself that I need to get it together. My life was going into a direction that was not helping me in any way. Um, you know, I was very depressed. I had lots of anxiety. Um, you know, I was eating a lot just to cope with the emotions that I had. I was a smoker, I was drinking every day. So it just, I didn't have a lot of energy on that side, but on the flip of it, you know, I was very motivated, very hardworking, you know, so it just, it felt a little bit out of alignment. So I am at that point in 2017, I was working in a really crazy position in hotel sales and catering. And it was just kind of working all the time and then kind of partying and just not really in my body. So um, I had gone on a trip to South Carolina to visit a friend for a birthday. And right before that trip, the day before, I got into a fender bender because I was drinking and, you know, I just wasn't... um, Sorry. In a great headspace. I haven't talked about this in a long time. That's okay. (laughs) Um. So I was just going into a place that wasn't right for me. And I knew that, like I knew something had to change. So um, I ended up quitting my job and my mom helped me at that point. She was just like, you you know, I'll help you and just kind of focus on you for, for right now. And I knew I was going to be um, moving to South Carolina in the new year. So that was kind of my starting point of 
this transformation journey. So just kind of evolved from there. And I think in my own experience, that was my rock bottom. It was just like, I didn't recognize who I was in the mirror. And for so long, I just wanted to be skinny. Like that was my only thing. It's like healthy to me meant skinny. And once I was skinny, all of my problems would go away. (laughs) And that really wasn't the case. So I think in my experience, that's what brought me to the point of wanting to live a more happy and energized life. But I think for others, you know, it's really what, what does healthy mean for you? What does a happy, energized, healthy life mean for you? And, um, really learning like to accept yourself where you are right now and why you do these things. It's all about the intention behind it. Like if you're wanting to eat better, or why you want to lose weight, it's like, okay, but what is the intention behind that? And I think that's what I was missing. Um, was moving, um, a really big part of the change? Like what do you think it would have been as easy for you to start a new healthy lifestyle if you stayed in the same place? Because we, we end up like reinforcing those bad habits. We're surrounded by the same people, the same, you know, we go through the same schedule, like you said, the same job. So did it help for you just to remove yourself from that environment and just have like a fresh start? Absolutely. I, I think that was the biggest factor because I was out of that, like you said, the routines and the people and your environment greatly impacts your health in many ways. And yes, my family, my friends are there. That was a big support system, but I knew I needed to remove myself and it was really a fresh start for me. Um, And it made things a lot easier. And I know for people out there, they can't remove themselves entirely, like moving to a new state. But I think it's really taking into account who you spend your time with, what you're going to be doing um, greatly impacts that for sure. So the people who you ended up moving with um, obviously Mm -hmm. were positive influences on you. So what were some of like the major highlights of this move for you and like this positive change? Like what were some of those big things that you could share that you remember from that time? Yeah. So I ended up moving in with my friend and her husband um, at the time. And I met her when I was working for Disney. So uh, that was a big part of my moving down there. And um, yeah, I mean, just generally very nice people to surround yourself with. But for me, it was finding a community because I'm moving to a place where I had no one other than my friend and her husband. Um, So for me, that was finding a gym community. That was the easiest thing for me to do. For so long, I was, you know, working out at Planet Fitness and there wasn't a lot of gym classes and that type of community. So once I was really settled, that was my next step. It was like, how do I cultivate a good, um, healthy community for myself? So for me, that was going to the gym um, and surrounding myself with like-minded people. And then through that uh, was finding a position, a job that made me feel really good and felt like that I was really contributing uh, to my community as well. And then it just kind of trickled out into there. There's also a mental component toward it to this as well. Do you Did you start with the physical Um, or do you start with the mental and how did you start that path? Yeah, um, definitely the physical. So all I, for so long, I thought it was just contributing like what I ate and the movement that I did, um, was going to get me to my goal. Um, and throughout my, you know, almost six years now that I've been kind of on this journey, I know that it's so much more than that. Um, so for me, it was just like, okay, I've got to do my cardio. I got to 
lift weights. I got to eat in a certain restrictive way. And that's how I was going to get to my goal. So really towards like last year um, was kind of that click for me going through that health coaching program of like, oh, my belief system, my mindset is so important. Like, yes, I did believe that I could get there because I could see myself um, in where I am right now. But I think it's something that I wish more people led with rather than just the movement and the food, because your belief in yourself and your mindset um, and really accepting where you're at right now and knowing that it's a journey. It's not going to be this overnight um, instant uh, transformation um, that would have alleviated a lot of stress <laughs> throughout the last couple of years. But yeah, definitely that's what it started with. But if I were to go back um, in time, that's probably what I would have focused more on was just my mindset and taking little steps and not, um, you know, going zero to a hundred and knowing that it's, it's a journey. It's <laughs> health is, is not a destination. It's forever changing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, we went through the same health coaching program. So as well mm -hmm. as so many other people, but the, you know, it really is like a comprehensive wellness program. It's not just about food. It's like mind, body and spirit. But um, yeah. because you did start with the physical in your, in your journey, what was like your original belief about food? And then how did that change? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I've tried every fad diet in the book and a lot of it has been like meal replacement shakes because I thought the less that I ate, the faster I would get to where I wanted to be. And I didn't really understand that I needed to fuel my body. I needed, like, if I just included more fruits and vegetables and home cooked meals and really the quality of my meals, like that would also get me uh, to where I wanted to be and not being as restrictive. So that was kind of, I mean, in the article for Women's Health, um, I actually found a online community called Fit Girls Guide. So they, that was kind of my first step into kind of learning about the food aspect of things um, and really not restricting, but adding a little bit more in. Um, so I was, I was still doing though. It, it just was so out of alignment because I intellectually, I understood that, but on the other side, I was just like, I want to be thin. I want to be thin. <laughs> so I would still use the meal replacement shakes and um, still in that restrictive mindset. So it really, that's kind of what got me there. And I, and I don't think it was very healthy, obviously in that way, because I was still having like issues with my body and with food and really understanding that. So it took me a while, like two, two to three years to really get to where I am now. Um, that few, food is my fuel and food is fun and experimenting is really what helped. Um, so yeah, that, <laughs> that was kind of the beginning there. That was very restrictive. Yeah. And you talked in the article about crowding out, which I do know is also like something that comes up in the pro in the health coaching program. Maybe that's something worth highlighting is in this conversation. Um, can you talk about like crowding out the food instead yeah, of like absolutely. taking everything out? Restricting. <laughs> yep. um, yeah. So crowding out uh, basically is for me, not restricting myself and adding in like you can have your cake, but then also eat your vegetables as well. So it's like the more that I'm adding in um, for myself, I'm going to crowd out the things that don't make me feel as good. So um, 
when I start, like, it was still a struggle because I think for so long, my mindset, as I said, is just like, okay, if I eat less, then I will lose the weight. So it was really a daily practice for me to just start adding things in and learning to cook at home was one of the biggest things for me and not eating out. Because then I, in that way, I had some control to see like, okay, what is actually going into my food um, and my body in that way. So just starting small and just experimenting maybe once a week, um, try something new to add into my routine and little by little it got easier. So I think it was really helpful for me to start having that mindset of like, I can still have these fun, fun foods and I can still go out with my friends and, um, eat what I want, but it's, not all the time. It's something that for me was very like, um, a fun experience. So it's basically having that balance was really important. And do you feel like you do have a healthy relationship with food now? Like, or do you find yourself still going back into that old mindset? You know, within the last seven months or so, I think I'm starting to really have, um, that balance and like a better, outlook on what it is that I'm eating. Like, for example, my husband and I had Pizza Hut last night and it was amazing. <laughs> and it's not something that I'm going to do all the time. But I know if that's that was me this time, let's say last year um, or a few years ago, I would have today been like in a total panic. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ate that. I'm going to have to work out. I'm going to have to fast. Like that was one of my biggest things. Like, I just won't eat. I'll just do liquid diet. And that's you know, so it has totally changed now and to be in this state of feeling more comfortable and it's just like, okay, yes, I ate that and it was fun, but this one meal isn't going to ruin everything that I've done. Like it, it's just not. So it's just the more balance I bring in and focusing on um, the good stuff that I am doing for myself. Like I can have my pizza hut and it's going to be fine. <laughs> And that's totally. a cool place to be in because it hasn't always been that way. I mean, that has to feel like very freeing too, because like always thinking about food and then always thinking mm -hmm. about the consequence of what you're eating. It's like, it's, you become a prisoner to it and you can't enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, congrats sure. to you to getting to this place. It is. A hard... I you. eat pizza <laughs> also every single week and I love it. So. Yeah, I hear you on the pizza. <laughs> you got to um, have the pizza. It's a part of life. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. So you've come a long way with the food. And then mm -hmm. what about like the exercising? So I know that a lot of people who wear exercise is not part of their, you know, they didn't grow up working out or they didn't grow up in sports or whatever. And then they get to a point where they want to start doing it. It can be very scary um, to go into mm -hmm. a gym, even for like, people who do work out, I think going into a new gym, like it's, you just, it's uncomfortable. You know, it's definitely feels like there's a group of people who all know each other and they're like all doing their thing. And then you walk into mm -hmm. it, it's like heads turn, like, what are you doing here? Um, <laughs> that's my, that's my bench at this time. That's my treadmill. Yes. Um, so yes. did you feel that way? And how did you get past that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, <laughs> When I first started, I mean, I would always do um, workouts at home, like any type of DVDs or Beachbody. I don't think it's called Beachbody anymore. But um, those types of workouts I would always do at home yeah. because it was the safety of my home. No one was there. I could look 
like a hot mess if I wanted to, and it was fine. But I was getting to a point that um, I needed to be able to do a little bit more. Like I didn't have the equipment, like now knowing I could just go for a walk outside and that's going to do wonders, um, for myself, not just physically, but emotionally (laughs) and spiritually. Um, but back then I was just like, okay, I need to get on a treadmill. I need to be able to have more equipment. So even going to the gym, I remember in that time when I started this journey, it was scary going into Planet Fitness. Like they say it's a no judgment zone, but I felt so judged because like you said, you go in there and everyone kind of like, knows you're not, haven't been going and then you're in there. So I remember when I first started, I got all my clothes on and like, I was trying to tie my shoes and it was like a struggle for me to bend over and tie my shoes. I'm like, oh my gosh, this just sucks. Like it just sucks to be a beginner in that way um, because you know, it's going to be hard. So I remember sitting in the parking lot for a while. I was like, I'll just go in and walk. Like I'll just go straight. Once I see what the first treadmill, I'll just do that. I literally walked in, I went to the bathroom, I cried, and then I went back to my car. Like I did, I couldn't even get myself there. So it took a little bit. So, I mean, even now I started at Planet Fitness again a couple of months ago. I signed up in March. I didn't even go until like a few weeks ago. Like I've just been paying for that membership. It's the fact of like going into a new environment. Like it's Mm -hmm. still scary in that way. So I think for people starting off and getting into a routine, start small. If it makes you more comfortable, like doing something in your room, um, YouTube. I mean, there's so many free resources out there just to get started. And once you feel a little bit more comfortable, then, you know, go outside for a walk or start a run or a program in that way. Um, But having someone to go with you has been a game changer. So having a friend go in with you is kind of like having your your buddy is so important because it makes everything less uh, scary in that way. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a <laughs> good hard, tip. But that's yeah. like anything I feel like. It is hard to do things on your own. It's not just fitness, but like going into any new environment by yourself, it's always easier when you have a buddy with you. So it's the same with working out. And with two, like you going into the gym, going into the bathroom, and then going back to your car, you still got yourself to the gym. It's just small steps. You still have to be proud of getting yourself there. And then the next time, maybe you do one five minutes or 10 minutes, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's just like you got yourself off the couch. You got yourself in your car. You got there. And that's a big step for a lot of people who've never even been in a gym. I mean, it's hard. I work out at home actually still, but, um, and I like go Mm -hmm. to yoga outside of my house, but, and I still like working out at home, honestly. Yeah, being in your, it's more comfortable that way. So it's totally fine. And I'm always, I love to dance. Like that's a big, I think finding movement that you really enjoy is super important because if you hate the workout that you're doing, you're not going to show up for it. Um, and even and again, intellectually, I knew that, but I still was doing it anyway. Cause it's like, well, she's doing it and her body looks like, like I want to look like that. So having the mindset of do movement that you actually enjoy, you're going to stick to it and you're going to show up for it. Um, and it should be fun. That's a way to honor yourself. So that, yeah, that I was think a big tip for myself. <laughs> that is a, definitely a point that we should reiterate because it's, you know, a lot of people make themselves a schedule. Like I'm going to do this on Monday, this on Tuesday. And then you wake up Tuesday and you're like, I don't want to do a leg workout. I don't want to mm-hmm. go for a run. You know, I don't feel like going sitting in a hot yoga class. So Instead of not doing anything, just change it up. What do you feel like doing? And maybe it is just a walk. And it's not even just a walk because as you just said before, walking is amazing for all of us. I mean, you could be walking at 110 years old. So we should all be walking every day. 
But um, sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do something. My Your mind is fighting your body and then just stopping or you can just f- kind of feel into your body and f- and start to understand what your body needs and do that. But I think like the hard, a hard thing is starting to understand what you need. When you were talking before about being so detached from like yourself, like you didn't even recognize yourself anymore and you didn't feel like you weren't happy, you were depressed and you were angry and you know, you were drinking and smoking, whatever. So how did you go from feeling that detached from yourself to really like understanding what you needed? Like that little voice in your head, like how did you find that? After so long yeah. of not hearing it, you know? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, honestly, looking from, you know, an elevated view, it was really a day by day I had to take it. And I just knew that something had to change. So I moving to this mindset now, it just was... I believed in myself. I knew that what I was doing was not helping me in any way. It was not making me feel really good. So it's like, where do I go from here? And we all have that voice in our head and that intuition. And for me, I'm a really self-connected, spiritually driven person. Um, I think now it's even more so uh, because I'm doing all of these good things for myself. But there was always this little voice. It's like, you can do it. You can do it. Like, um, you have, you have that in you. And I, and I knew that, but I think there was just so many things just in my world that were just kind of, um, clouding that, I guess. So it going into this journey, it was really day by day. It's like, if I show up for myself and I do the best that I can, that's all, that's all I can do. Um, so throughout the process, learning to just experiment and try things and, um, kind of go from there is really what helped me the most. Um, and it's still a struggle. I mean, there are times I hit, you know, my goal was always to reach a hundred pounds. And then, like I said, I thought I was magically going to change, like all my problems would go away. And that didn't actually happen. Like I still could look at myself and I was like, wow, I don't, I still don't like my body. It doesn't look the way that I thought it was going to look and getting to, you know, 143 was kind of that, goal that I had for myself and I got there and I still wasn't happy. So I'm just like, how do I, what is going on? So it's really taking it day by day and not focusing so much on the numbers, but like how I feel. Um, and that's kind of what kind of kept me going. And you're just like peeling back those layers. It's like every time you went to the gym, you're like a little onion. You're like, I'm taking off this outer layer. I didn't drink today and I went to the gym today. Or I got up today and I did this. So it's like just unraveling yourself and trying to get back to your your true self, which is so hard. It's day by day for everybody. Just, you know, we all have like our our blocks and it's hard to get through. But yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I just feel like being honest with ourselves is probably the biggest thing in any sort of transformational process or like just transparency. So for you to say like, okay, I got to this point and I should be happy because I reached my physical goal, but I'm not like, that's Mm -hmm. major that you were able to express that. So for you, do you feel that an honesty is part of the day-to-day process for you still? 
Oh, for sure. I, this past year, actually January 1st, I made the commitment to myself to kind of break up with the scale in that way, because I was so putting my worth to a number. So when I finally got to the goal and then, like I said, I wasn't happy. I was like, how come I still can't love myself? Um, I knew something had to change. It was just really like figuring out what it is uh, that I meant to do. And like loving myself isn't, the number isn't going to give me that. It's what I actually do in the world and connecting with myself and with spirit and um, how I can go, you know, move through the world that way. Um, and it really is, it's a day by day practice. Like today, for example, I woke up, I'm like breaking out and I feel bloated and all this stuff. And I'm just like, why? But then it's like, I, I'm so now I'm having this awareness of like self-talk is huge, um, and how you speak to yourself and doing a lot of mirror work. So I'm always having these conversations in front of my mirror in the bathroom, just like, you know what? I look good today. So what? I'm breaking out. You know, I'm getting my period soon. It is what it is. I'm healthy. I, you know, I went to the gym this morning. I got a good workout. And I was like, man, I feel really strong. I feel good. So it's like having that awareness and then um, giving myself kind of that pep talk in that way of like treating myself kindly um, has been so important. And so, yeah, like the changing that negative self-talk and not focusing on the one, the one thing you didn't do or the one thing that doesn't look right. And then mm -hmm. flipping it and focusing on all the other positive things that you did or anything about yourself. Right. hundred percent. I it's, and it's hard. I, I try it too. I find myself being very negative at times and then I'm like, okay, I have to like stop. And my husband's very good at stopping me because he'll just be like, okay, <laughs> like stop talking and let's like focus on the positive part of this experience. I know you are really committed to focusing on like this inner work and self-love part of your journey. So what are some other things that you do besides the positive self-talk? Yeah. Um, connecting with myself is definitely the biggest. So self-talk, as we just said, but Meditation has been huge. Being able to really quiet the mind um, has been so impactful. Um, and journaling. I, I've i always been a journaler um, since I was little. Um, I actually have my old journal from when I was like seven or eight. Uh, so I've always been doing that. And I actually found an entry of like my diet for myself when I was little. So it was basically me restricting things um, and writing out my own meal plan. So it's kind of sad to look at now because I felt so bad for my little self. But um, journaling has just been a huge part of that. And I think going pen to paper just opens so much more up for you. Um, so yeah, definitely journaling, being out in nature is huge and just... Uh, it just, it's such a breath of fresh air, <laughs> no pun intended, uh, <laughs> but that's a great way, um, to really connect with myself through so meditation, journaling, being outside, um, and doing things that make me happy. That's the biggest following the good is kind of my mantra. So whatever it is that makes me feel good, um, and energized, um, is a great, great way to connect with yourself. Totally. I love journaling also. And I actually, like uncovered some things through my journaling that I like didn't even realize were like sitting so deep in my psyche, I guess it's, it is, it does have to be a daily practice though. I mean, or just consistent, not necessarily daily, I guess, but it does yeah. have to be a consistent process to see 
I think, change or to feel that change. Like same thing with meditation. Um, I talk about breath work a lot. Like you can do it, you know, you can sit and meditate one day and yes, you're going to get some benefits from that, but there really is a cumulative effect to all of these practices, the self-talk, the journaling, meditation, being out in nature, grounding, all of it. And if you don't commit to it, just like anything else, like if you didn't commit to your journey of your weight loss and you just did like one day a week, nothing would Mm -hmm. have changed for you. And it's the same with these practices. I think because they're more abstract and you don't see it right away, you know, like people don't feel like they, they give up quickly because it's like, oh, well I journaled for like two weeks and nothing changed. So it didn't work for me or like I sat in meditation and my head was still crazy. So I can't do it. You know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Have you seen that cumulative effect for you now that you've been doing it for over time? Absolutely. And what does that feel like for you? Yeah. And it's not that every day is going to be easy because there's still days that I sit and meditate and I'm just like, my mind is just going a mile a minute. I'm like, okay. Sometimes the meditation isn't great. The same with a workout. Sometimes the workout isn't great. Totally. Uh, But I still showed up for it. And I think it kind of comes in that day to day. Like it's not, for example, in terms of like weight, I didn't just gain the weight overnight. It was over a longer period of time. So it's obviously going to take me consistently every day to show up for myself, to choose the movement that makes me feel good, to choose to cook home meals um, for myself and um, take in all of these good habits. It's a daily practice. You have, if you don't show up and do it, it, you're doing it only, you know, once a week or, you know, two weeks and you're not going to see results. Like you have to be consistent, but again, it comes with the intention of why are you doing it? Um, so yeah, I mean, every day I, I have to choose to do that. And there are some days when I really don't want to. So I, um, have to make a commitment to myself of my non-negotiables. Like for me, that's meditation, journaling, um, and movement for sure. Um, that I, I have to do for myself, not just physic for my physical well-being, but for my mental and emotionally, I, I have to. And it makes me feel good. So that's why I want to do it. So I think that's what people should do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> choose totally. the things that really uh, work for them. And it's not always going to be the same routine. Sometimes you need to mix it up as well. And maybe it's not the same time of day that you do it, but different time of day. So just kind of experimenting because every day is going to be different. You don't know what life is going to put in your path. So just being kind to yourself throughout the process too. It's obviously really hard to stay motivated and focused, especially for now you've been on this journey for many years now. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have like a way to keep yourself motivated or a way to hold yourself accountable? Yeah. So, I mean, I still, I think I, throughout, I always wanted to be my own motive motivation and compare and despair can bring you down, um, a unhealthy spiral. I know it did for myself. So in terms of keeping myself accountable, it's really now looking at, well, how do I feel, um, in terms of my energy, um, my emotions, like that's how I keep myself accountable and, and motivated in that way, because I know not every day I'm going to feel motivated and happy and rainbows and unicorns and sunshine and all that good stuff, there's going to be those low days. So giving myself that grace um, to be okay to just be and and not do anything. Um, For me now, my motivation, since I'm not really on a weight loss journey anymore, it's just more um, 
moving through life of what makes me feel good. So right now, I think um, I do enjoy uh, running has been a big part of my life. Um, so my next goal for myself to keep myself motivated, I want to start training again for a half marathon. I was doing that last year and I was getting ready to get into it, but I was dealing with shin splints so bad that I had to stop my training. And that was devastating because I trained for like almost that whole year. Um, and making that decision was really difficult. So I think having some type of a personal goal, um, whether it's movement or whatever it may be, um, for me, it's going to be a, a half because it feels fun for me. I enjoy running. So that is a great motivator for myself. Um, but truly, I think for anyone out there for motivation, it's, you know, why it's I'm always going to go. I sound like a broken record, but the intent. No, it's good to reiterate mm -hmm. the point because it is the intention, because if you lose yeah. that, why then? Yeah, then you're lost really on your journey. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, for sure. It really gives you that compass of where you're going and, um, and your why can change. And I think that's important too, that, you know, we grow and we are supposed to change. So what I wanted, you know, six years ago is not what I want now because of where I'm at. So I think it's important that even if your why in the beginning is different than it is now, that's okay. You can experiment and kind of go from there. So you love running now. I cannot stand running. I would love to know how you got yourself from a point of not running to loving running. A lot. <laughs> Did you feel that way in the beginning or you never felt that way? I still hate it. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, I just can't. I... I just cannot get myself to do it. I really can't. And that's okay. You don't have to at all. Walking is great. I don't think I'm going to. People. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's funny. I'm working at a run specialty store right now. So if you were to tell me that, you know, six years ago, I'd been like, you're freaking crazy. Um, what? Um, so yeah, I never, there was always a part of me that was like, oh, it just looks so like people were gliding and it looked like okay, it was fun. I feel but, that way. I feel that right? way. <laughs> People How were. did you push through that? <laughs> you know, I just, so my, my husband, um, was a runner and still is. So when we first started dating, when he told me that I was like, Oh heck no, I'm, that's good. Good for you. I'm not going to do that. But I always enjoyed walking. I love being outside and that's really how I started. So when I would be walking, I would get the urge. It's like, okay, maybe I'll just run for 30 seconds. And I couldn't even make it to 15 seconds without dying. Um, and it was always just like such a bummer, but then that little voice would come in and just be like, you can do it. Go for 30 seconds. Just keep going until you can't and then walk again. And then that really was a, not even a factor. It just kind of helped me kind of move through it. Music was a big thing for me. A lot of people say you shouldn't run with headphones or any of that because you want to be aware. But for me, I need music to get this body going. So finding a really good playlist was so good because I couldn't hear myself heavily breathing as I'm running. Um, but yeah, it was just honestly little chunks at a time. I started the Couch to 5K app and that would mm. break down to like, you know, 30 seconds of yeah. running and then a lot of walking and then just doing it little bits at a time. And I think, you know, I still do that to this day. I still use that app because it's, you know, it's easy. It's easy in the sense that I can follow it and then just kind of listening to myself too. So 
Um, I don't always have to run. I'm now a very big advocate for walk jogging. And if that's something that you want to do, because you don't have to run the entire way. Everyone's still going the same distance. We're still making it to the right. end, whether I go really fast or not. So yes, I love walk jogging. Um, yes. That's pretty much where <laughs> I stop at that. And I like, I work out a lot, but like the running, I don't know. I just can't, I just can't do it. It's a, it's a block for me. I'll let you know if I get there, but currently no. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I think like the message even in that too, is it's like, about the chunking and finding something that's easy because even you said with the fit girl that's what it was called right mm-hmm. fit girl app yep. like they gave you structure or they gave you recipes instead of trying to do everything on your own find mm-hmm. these little tools that can help you get to these short-term goals and then long-term goals i mean we can't just make a long-term goal without having small chunked goals to get there i mean it's not possible right yeah, I don't remember what I was listening to, but someone was talking about, like, for the Super Bowl, they're not like, okay, this is what you need to do to win the Super Bowl in training, right? They're like, okay, first you need to do this, you need to learn this, then this, this, this. There's like one million steps if you want to win the Super yeah. Bowl, right? It's the same thing. Yeah. You just have to have <laughs> short-term goals and then and a lot of them yeah. to reach the yeah. end goal. For um, sure. Which, yeah, it's really small, right actions every day for yourself. Um, yeah. And like I said, staying in your lane and not doing the compare and despair. I think a huge part um, of helping that was staying off of social media. And I try my best to just disconnect. And that really started last year because I just felt I was in a spin of just like doom scrolling in that way and comparing doing this, but I don't look like her. And then I have to be like, hey, <laughs> that's her. This is me. Like, this is my journey. This is my body. So like, not being on social media is a huge thing. So finding those small right actions for yourself and it doesn't even have to be in the form of movement or eating. It's those little habits as well. Um, is so important. Yeah. That's, I mean, social media is going to be the death of everybody. It's like, so it can be so (laughs) such a rabbit hole. Um, and there's so many positive aspects of it. Like you are obviously motivating people through social media. People are looking at your journey Mm -hmm. and they're feeling like pumped up that they can do it. So there's, there are such positive aspects, but I think it's the same thing. Like we talked about earlier with, which is being honest with ourselves and what are we using our time for? If we're on social media, Mm -hmm. is it because we're doing something good for other people or ourselves, or is it because we're Mm -hmm. doing this compare, which is hard not to do when you're constantly on there. So um, yeah. back to being honest with ourselves. I think that translates to that as well. Yeah, absolutely. What were some other unexpected benefits or positive changes in your life that occurred as a result of your weight loss journey? Yeah. Um, I think knowing that, you know, life is truly a journey and having that grace for myself and really learning and cultivating that, um, first and being more grounded in who I am as a person, um, which is something I never thought I I would be at right now. Like if I were to talk to myself in 2017, when I started to now and just kind of tell her like, these are all the things that you're going to be so excited about, um, being able to, yeah, just, I think, look at myself and just be like, wow, I'm really proud of you today. And I really love you. And like, high five myself in the mirror. I'm a very uh, big advocate for mirror work, because we don't really, I mean, 
I know for myself, looking at myself, you know, five years ago, I would pick apart every little thing. Um, so now being able to like, look at myself and just be like, Hey, I really love you. And I'm super proud of you. Um, and having that gratitude mindset, um, has been huge. I think throughout the journey, you just learn to find yourself, um, and connect with yourself in a whole nother way. And that I think is the coolest and being able to bring in all these new people and experiences that I never thought that I, I would be in, um, has been just so rewarding. So, um, being, learning who, about who I am, like what lights me up, um, and really learning about myself, like that has been the, the biggest hands down, um, coolest part about this whole experience. And I can't, um, express that enough. So that's always my intention with my page is that I hope to inspire people to feel that way as well, that it's not just about the number on the scale. You're, you know, that doesn't mean anything. It's really about like who you are um, and what makes you happy um, and energized, which is the biggest. And that is like really, I mean, your page is so inspirational. And I think that for someone who is feeling like they want to go on some sort of transformational journey. I mean, yes, five years is a long time, but like in the grand scheme of your life that you've made such major change in five years is, is amazing. I'm sure. You felt so overwhelmed to be like, okay, I'm starting this. And like, hopefully I get to my goal and it might take me 10 years or five years, but like you've already done it, yeah. you know, and now it's behind you. And yeah. now you have are reaping the benefits of all that work that you did on yourself. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the biggest, you, you hit the nail on the head in that way. It's just kind of committing that, you know, I'm on my own timeline. And as long as I'm showing up and doing the things that make me feel good and happy, and that I'm able to contribute to some, someone else in that way, like that, um, is the, is the best thing that you can do for your self and just like kind of rethinking your mindset on time that it's like I'm on my own timeline and like whatever I'm doing is meant for me and this is this is good like I don't need to get to a certain point um to feel my goals it's just like one day at a time and that's really what propelled me forward in doing that because on the grand scheme of things all the little teeny things that you're doing totally add up but it's just harder for us to see that in the moment and to keep going because you know you do the one workout it's like okay why am I not toned and lost all this weight yet it's like you have to every single day show up and just do the best that you can um and that's that's all we can do truly yeah and, and I <laughs> I think too I never really thought when I was younger about like the human experience. I was just doing my thing. I was like a kid. And then I was a teenager and doing teenager things. Then I went to college and I was doing college things. And then I was in my twenties yeah. and I was traveling and drinking and whatever I was doing. I did not mm -hmm. start really thinking about it until the coaching program actually helped me like have some sort of semblance of even a thought process about it. But now I'm on a totally different journey. I mean, I'm much more focused on it now. And there are so many things, like you said, that can just block or crowd crowd out like your your understanding of yourself about ourselves and what we like, because it's hard to figure that out when, you know, we're spending 10 hours on social media, just not doing any practices that help us quiet our minds. So yeah, yeah I love that you say that. And it's, it's really true. I wish in some ways that 
you know, I don't regret anything, obviously, like it led me to where I am now. So, but looking back, if I were to really focus more on that inner work and the self-talk and learning about who I am and not so focused on just the, I mean, that was just all I focused on because I think that's what I wanted for so long. So throughout this process, um, you know, I think it comes into your field when you need it, I think. Mm-hmm. And, totally. um, you know, and even with the drinking, like I've been, I'm on a so- sober journey currently. And that, that was kind of one of my last things to let, not let, yeah, I would say let go of, um, January 1st is when I stopped drinking. So I reached 190 days today and I oh my knew gosh, that congrats. stopping drinking was like, thank you. That was going to be a big part because I would still like, if I wasn't coping with food, I was coping with alcohol. And I knew that that was something that was clouding, you know, my true acceptance for myself and not just, um, feeling more comfortable, but I felt like I could be myself and more funny and connected and it really and it didn't make me feel very good so um I think yeah just being able to um learn about yourself and knowing and having well that's a huge accomplishment I mean you've hit so many milestones in the last six years (laughs) I mean you really have it's unbelievable so if someone is listening they they're like okay I'm feeling super motivated whatever the transformational journey they want to go on and they're scared to start, they don't know where to start, like, what would be your piece of advice for them? It's really getting to your why, like understanding why you're even starting this in the first place, because that is what is going to keep you going. Um, So whether that's, you know, you want to lose weight, or you want to run a half marathon, whatever it may be, really getting clear about what it is that you want, um, and why you want to do it. So and then once you get to that point of what the why is, start small, add one thing in. So for me, I always tell people, drink water, hit a water goal, try that for a a week. And then once you get that, okay, you're comfortable, add one more thing in and do it in small steps. Like if you change everything in one step, you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is just too much. Um, And that's how you kind of start that mindset shift of, moving through the day-to-day practice. Like health is very complex, but it's also a journey and it's, you're not going to get to a destination in any way. So starting small and then building on that um, and having fun while you're doing it. I think that's so important, finding your community um, and, or an accountability buddy or just someone to go through the process with you that it's going to motivate you and make you feel good and not tear you down um, if you didn't get to the gym or whatever it may be. So definitely starting small and then just kind of building on that and just being nice to yourself, I think is always the biggest is being nice and going with grace is huge. Perfect. Um, (laughs) We covered a lot. Is there anything that we did not discuss that you wanted to put out there? before you leave. Um, yeah, we did. We covered everything <laughs> I think in that way. That's um, the goal. Yeah, it's perfect. I, I we did a good job. <laughs> we did a great job. Yeah. I think, yeah, as, as we just kind of talked about just starting small and being nice to yourself and kind when you move through this process and know it's okay to change. It's okay to experiment and what may have worked for your friend or family member may not work for you. And that is totally fine. You are a unique individual. Start loving this body right now is carrying you into the next day, into the next week, to the next month. So um, getting comfortable with that is 
my tip. <laughs> I guess. Moving it's a good forward. one. I always ask at the end, well, now that you've been listening, you know, I asked for uh, a mantra at the end, but you mentioned one earlier. Is that your favorite mantra? And if it is, can you repeat it? Or do you have another? So I love this one. It's follow your good. Um, so following what makes you feel good. But a mantra I always have, and I actually got it from a Disney movie, Frozen. Olaf says, all good things. And that has been just my mantra since that movie came out. It's like whenever I feel stressed, or kind of going through anything. It's always all good things. I know all good things are coming and that are unfolding. So yeah. Love it. I watch Frozen at least. I mean, I have two little kids, so I mean, multiple times a week, but it's a great oh, yeah. message. <laughs> Thank you, Olaf and Frozen and Disney. Yes. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Chloe. I am totally inspired by you. You're like doing great things for yourself and obviously motivating a ton of other people and Hopefully someone's listening and they're going to start their journey. And in five years, they're going to message us and say, I listened to the podcast and here's where I am now because we can all do it. Like we all have it in us. We just have to take that first step. So sure. Oh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, thank you. It's gonna, people want to connect with you. It, what's the best way? Definitely Instagram. I'm on Instagram, TikTok and threads, I guess is the new thing. The newest. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah is it all Instagram, the same handle is it all the same handle like for all three? all the same yep okay cool yeah so i'll link all that in the show notes um threads up and coming i keep getting messages so that if i want to join i haven't done it yet but <laughs> i guess i guess i'll <laughs> be there soon. To, you know whole nother social media app for us to get acquainted with so <laughs> i can't we'll honestly see. i'm at, i'm not even on um I've never been on Twitter. I've never been on TikTok. I'm probably the only person in the world, maybe. Um, so maybe I'll just go on threads. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, anyway. on threads. <laughs> yeah, I'm not there yet, but I'll let you know when I have a burning question that I want to discuss. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, thank you again. I really enjoyed talking to you. I, I know we're going to stay connected. Um, and I yeah. can't wait to... <laughs> cheer you on for your half marathon. Ooh, thank you so much. Yes, oh. thank you so much for everything. This was awesome. And yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening today. You can check out the show notes to find out important info from today's episode. You can also support the show by subscribing, share an episode with somebody you love, or give me a review over on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect with me, you can always find me on Instagram at expandwithnicole. I really appreciate you all so much and I cannot wait to share more wellness and lifestyle content with you on the next episode.